My name is Mark Viquez, and this is the Ballpark Hunter Podcast, a weekly show that discusses topics at the ballpark from the game day experiences, stadium news, logo changes, and everything else that's brewing at the game. We cover it all from the baseball to the beer. Invite you to stay tuned and hope you enjoy. Hello, this is Mark Viquez, and welcome to the Ballpark Hunter podcast. My guest today is the GM of the Akron Rubber Ducks, Jim Fander, man who has been in the business for 23 years and has spent the last decade with the Ducks. Jim, welcome to the show. Mark, thanks so much for having me on. Uh, thrilled to be here. All right. Great. Great to have you on because um, a lot I want to talk about with uh, your current <laughs> promotion. Uh, but before that, uh, I was listening to the Baseball by Design podcast by Paul Caputo. Uh, he mentioned that Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs were one of the first teams, or if not the first, to introduce a regional food theme, uniform, and cap in 2013. And here we are almost a decade later, and your club has your own version, the Akron JoJo's. Uh, can you tell me what a JoJo is, and how did you come to pick that? for your food item? Well, you know, Mark, being from Akron, uh, everybody around here knows what a JoJo is. And, and it's one, it's when you leave Akron and you try to order it yes. anywhere else, they look at you like you're absolutely crazy. But, um, you know, it is, it's a fried potato wedge that's coated like a, um, uh, kind of like, you know, like you'd have fried chicken. It's the same type of coating, but they use it. They put that on potatoes, deep oh. fried, and it's usually served as a side dish with fried chicken, sometimes served with pizza as well. Yes. But it's it's literally a fried potato wedge. You can call it a JoJo anywhere within the greater Akron area. But if you leave Northeast Ohio and uh, refer to it as a JoJo, people look at you like you're crazy. Yeah, that's uh, that, that brings me up to uh, uh, another conversation I was having with Ed Rivera. He does the Dad Hat Chronicles. He's from Akron. He goes, I thought everybody call these things jojos it's you know you're right i'm from new jersey when i left new jersey nobody knows what pork roll is there you go go, which is delicious by the way yes well thank you yeah it's it's uh it's amazing when you leave an area of the country and just some regional name because you you tell me once you leave northeast ohio like if you get to columbus they don't know what that is correct that's right that's right it is it is a legit Northeast Ohio item. And in your right, it's, it, you know, it's one of those things and we've done, we've done some different rebranding and we've done some different promotional nights, but once we release that, I've heard from more people that are trans Akron transplants. They are all over the country and they say, Oh my gosh, I have to order that. I have to, <laughs> I, I miss the Jojo's. It's like a slice yeah. of home. And, uh, and people, people are very excited about our upcoming Jojo night. Yeah. Because I've had, fr- I had potato wedges before, uh, growing up in New Jersey, we would call them Duchess fries or Duchess's fries. I okay. don't know if they're the same thing, but, you know, my wife's from Chicago. When she orders uh, chicken wings, she wants some mild sauce. Nobody knows what that is outside the Chicago area. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, this country is full of these regional names that just find themselves in a little pocket of the nation. And for whatever reason, they get stuck there and. They, they don't transcend, but obviously people are talking about the JoJo's. Uh, it made me learn about it. How long did that process take from start to finish? Say, hey, let's do this night until creating the logo and the theme night. 
Yeah, you know what? I think this conversation probably started about maybe four years ago. That we long. were at, at an all-star game in Trenton enjoying a pork roll. And uh, <laughs> oh. and and we were brainstorming as, as a group. And it was just, we had brought a small contingent from Akron to come to that all-star game. And we were brainstorming and said, you know, we really should do something similar to these ideas that you mentioned, Lehigh Valley. And they've had a lot of success with their uh, kind of food rebrands and Trenton and the pork roll was another one. And so we kind of made a list of what are the, some of the things that are, are unique to Akron. There's a few things too. And uh, I, we've got some future promotional nights down the road, but there's, um, there's, all, there's certain items that are, they're only called that way in Akron. For example, I'll give you a, a, a quick preview of something that we be coming it. up, but what do you call the, um, the uh, I guess the strip of grass between the sidewalk on your property and yes. the street? What, what would you call that? You know, that's a good question. I don't know if I have a name. I would call it my lawn, part of my lawn. Right, your lawn, your tree lawn. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you call part of it. In Akron, it's called to or referred to as the devil strip. The devil strip. No, devil strip. No idea where that came from, but that's, that, that is an Akron thing. So, you know, in, in my 23-year career in baseball, I've been all over the country, and I remember being out in one of my first stops and saying, oh, you know, uh, you made some uh, mention about somebody's devil strip or that the trash cans had fallen off their, their devil strip. And they looked at me like I was absolutely bonkers. And I said, that's a thing. In Akron, Ohio, a devil strip is your tree line. Tree line is devil strip. And they could not understand what that was. And then I talked to them about JoJo's. We just went down a, nice. you know, one of those wormholes and went over and over. So, but it is, it's, it's one of those ideas. So we started a list about four years ago about, you know, what are some things we can do? Um, obviously with the pandemic, things got slowed down a little bit. Um, but this was something we kind of had circled on our list. We wanted to become the JoJo's and uh, we'll have some uh, additional things like the devil strips, uh, maybe wow. down the road, but, uh, but it is very unique. It's a very Akron thing. People from Akron get it and people outside Akron, they're like, what in the heck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're exactly right. Because, you know, uh, being from New Jersey and here in pork roll, nobody knows what that is out here. There's only one place you can get it. And once you tell people from New Jersey, they get bonkers. And, and then when you go to buy the pork roll, they look at you like, oh, you're from New Jersey. And they have a conversation with you. And it's like, I just want the pork roll. So it's uh, so. So you're saying this all inspired from a trip to Trenton. It did. It did. From a trip to Trenton. I mean, again, you know, the, the Trenton Thunder do a great job with their promotional schedule as well. They, do. they, you know, do. they were once part of the Eastern League with the Rubber Ducks and we oh, yeah. love to share ideas and we saw the success they had. And you know, that's it was just, again, sitting in their uh, in, in their, uh, I guess, their Yankee club room or their champion room or wherever they had. Mm -hmm. And just this is kind of where the brainstorming started happening. And we started making notes. And, you know, four years later, the uh, the JoJo's are born. Yeah. So how much interest have you got? It has it been coast to coast? It really has. We've uh, it was the most successful preview of a brand that we've done, um, you know, since we started doing these. Uh, I think we've uh, sold about four thousand dollars in merchandise since the last four days since we uh, we launched this thing. And um, and and it was a good I mean, again, it was a good start. But I think as we get closer, the excitement's building up. We haven't released yeah. our promotional calendar. So this is kind of a, a sneak peek. But judging by the uh, comments on Facebook, uh, I think everybody wants to go back to that original place in Akron where they uh, started the JoJo. And uh, it sounded like everybody was getting very hungry. So uh, <laughs> it, it's it's just a great conversation starter. And, and one of those yeah. things that is so uniquely Akron and so part of kind of the fabric of Akron 
that excited to be part of, of that process. No, that that's a beautiful thing. And it also teaches people, it, it gets conversations going and it, it also develops a really kind of retro looking logo. Can you uh, tell me a little bit about that design? Because it, I see like a little sixties vibe. With yeah. You know, I, so we worked with um, a company called Brandios. They yes. were in charge when we rebranded to the rubber ducks, they were in charge of our identity and really kind of dreaming that and helping us come up with, with that look and feel. And so every year we partner with them and we try to do something, whether it's a rebrand, whether it's, uh, you know, different areas of the ballpark that they can help bring to life graphically. And, uh, and so we partnered with them and we said, hey, this is what this is. And the conversation we had just about three minutes ago about, you know, what is the JoJo and what's the difference? And, and we call it potato wedge. I had that exact same conversation with them. And they yeah. said, well, what do you dip into your, uh, what do you use? Is it, is it, is it ranch? Is it, you know, is it, is it blue cheese? Is it, uh, is it ketchup? And I said, a lot of people use ketchup. They, they, they dip the JoJo's into ketchup. They're kind of like French fries. So that's kind of where the, where the look came from. It's like, okay, he's got a little bit of a ketchup hairdo uh, okay, on the JoJo logo. And, uh, and they wanted to use some Italian colors because it, it is an Italian um, uh, themed dish, I guess is probably the best way to put it. Fiesta Pizza and Chicken is the original location of the JoJo. They're the one who came up with it. And then once they launched it, I think it was in the 60s or uh, early 70s. Yeah, 63, I believe. Yeah, everybody then had to do their own JoJo. So now you can go anywhere and you get a side of JoJo's. You can go to order, you're ordering pizza. Would you like a side of JoJo's with that? Crazy, right? But that's that's what everybody does here. So you fried chicken, yeah. pizza, JoJo's uh, all kind of go together. Oh, you're absolutely right. Now, growing up in New Jersey, if you you there's no such thing as getting a side of French fries with your pizza. It's uh, that's right, just right. that's unheard of. It's like, but <laughs> with some chicken, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So it's uh, it's just you know, like I said, it's amazing how each part of the country does something a little bit different with their pizza, with their fries, with their burgers. It's uh, and then minor league baseball teams get to have all this creative fun with it. So either that, or we just keep the cardiologists in business. Maybe. Yeah. We'll oh yeah. I mean, right? <laughs> uh, you know, I look at sub. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, exactly. Uh, as I'm trying to work out a little more often than, than I, than I used to, I look at some of the videos and how I used to be very skinny. Now I'm getting a little fat. And uh, stuff like the JoJo's and pork roll that are making me <laughs> get to be that size. So sometimes I'm like, oh, uh, now also with this uh, promotion, you're in, you're inviting local restaurants to have a contest that fans get to vote on. How many restaurants have signed up for that event so far? And will there yeah, be more? Got, there'll be more. We've got a half a dozen restaurants signed up again. We just launched this a couple of days ago. Um, you know, I expect to have probably in the neighborhood of about 12 to 18 total. Okay. Uh, we'll have tasting uh, tables on the concourse. As fans come to the ballpark, they'll be able to sample their favorite JoJo's and they they can vote to say who's got the best JoJo's in Akron. So nice. um, I think it's going to be a point of pride for, you know, oh, especially yeah. somebody like Fiesta Chicken who came up with the first one. The and then, you know, I'm sure everybody kind of makes theirs a little bit differently. Just kind of go on down the line. So um, the fans will get to decide. And do fans, are they loyal to certain places that say, hey, that's the only place I get my JoJo's at? Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Okay. Just just like with anything. I'm <laughs> sure it's if you've got a favorite pork roll place in in, um, in New Jersey, kind of the same thing. You you you're you're very much, you know, you know, in love or, or want yeah. to go to the one place that has your favorite uh, JoJo's or 
fried chicken or whatever the case might be. Yeah, yeah, no cheesesteaks or uh, place that makes the best mild sauce for your chicken or mambo sauce. <laughs> I mean, we can go on and on here. Uh, but um, yeah, like when I lived in Cincinnati, we had Geta and we had Cincinnati style chili. So everybody had their favorite parlors they went to. Uh, but and speaking of chili, it is that's not popular up in, in the Cleveland. That, that's Akron a Cincinnati area. thing. That that's is, just that Cincinnati. Definitely, yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I've never seen anybody put uh, chili over spaghetti noodles. That's uh, that just that just turns me off. But, uh, I, you know, I, so I, don't, everybody. I, I don't get it. It's an acquired taste. I had friends that would just every Tuesday they would eat that all you can eat. But oh my God. I, I did that one time and I said, this, how, how the heck can anybody possibly do this to their body? <laughs> and it turns you off of it until maybe oh, like yeah. five years later, you're in Cincinnati again. Oh yeah, I'll give that a try. But yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I tell people. I said, that's a Cincinnati thing. When you go up to Cleveland and uh, Akron, uh, no, you know, they don't know what the heck you're talking about, but it's <laughs> uh, that that's yeah, another regional, regional treat. So Moving on from the Akron JoJo's, it sounds like an exciting little event you're going to have. Uh, you're also doing some renovations to the ballpark, correct? You you removed all the original seats and added new ones? That's right. It's the 25th uh, year that the Canal Park has been open. So to celebrate kind of the quarter century mark here, um, we are doing some stadium improvements. We try to do something every year. I mean, again, it's to. getting to that point with the ballpark. Yeah, you want to keep it fresh. The last couple really haven't been fan-facing. It's been more things for the field. You know, replacing the wall pads, that's not that exciting. Putting in new lighting, again, things that you have to do that yeah. aren't that exciting. But, you know, um, believe it or not, we a couple of years ago, we were um, kind of seeing that a lot of our seats were starting to be kind of in disrepair. And, you know, the climate here in Akron, it gets pretty darn cold during the uh, winter. Okay. You've got a lot of expanding and contracting of the seats. It gets warm in the summer. So um, a lot of the seats started to break. And we started to look at you know, we need to look at replacements. They don't make some of the uh, original seats that uh, the, the company that, that used to. So we're trying to say, okay, what can we do to, to go through a seat replacement? We partnered with the city of Akron and uh, in, in starting this season, we'll have all brand new seats in the ballpark. Um, you know, we, we, we partnered with a company um, out of Indianapolis to sell the seats. Um, and, and apparently there's a whole big business in old stadium seats. There is. And, uh, yeah. and, and, and we did it in time for the holidays and we had a lot of people that took advantage of it as well. And it was really kind of cool. So people could kind of have a piece of history. And then we kind of start the next 25 years with a, with a new seat, but it's, I think it's exciting. It'll be great for the fans, um, you know, to have something new as you come to the ballpark for the first time um, uh, on opening day, we'll have all new seats. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I don't know if it's the same company, but I when they uh, refurbished the old baseball stadium here, Bush Stadium, into apartments, they had a tons of seats that they sold, and they took the other ones and made them into bus stop seats. So if you ever drive in Indianapolis, you'll see some old baseball seats as bus stops, uh, which is uh, yeah, gives it a nice little flair. <laughs> yeah, but it, you know they're expensive. It's one thing to buy the seats directly. Yeah, but then they refurbish and they put the stands and the legs on them, and you know, the, yeah, the, the prices go up. Like I'd love that. I have a few seats, but you're right they they cost you a pretty penny after a while. But you know, it's you know, if you have invested some time in Canal Park, yeah, it's I, I can see you want a piece of your childhood. 
Uh, yeah, no, it is. And, and it can't be expensive. I think it was really the shipping cost that was the, the most oh, yeah. expensive thing because as always, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a heavy piece of material that you're shipping back and forth. But but you're right. Everybody has sentimental value on uh, on different items. And, you know, as a kid, I grew up going to games at Cleveland Municipal mm -hmm. Stadium and, you know, would would love to have a Cleveland Municipal Stadium seat. There were always empty ones when I went to games and uh, <laughs> to see the Indians play. But uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah it, that would be kind of fun because you, you you think about your experiences that you have and, you, and these seats play a big role. And, you know, you know, you think about the, uh, you know, the, the gum they have to scrape off or the nacho cheese or whatever the case might be. But they get these things looking spectacular when, yes. you, uh, when you make the purchase. No, you're the, the old ballpark mustard that's scraped on there, <laughs> <laughs> which I assume you guys have the ballpark mustard there, correct? The well, bourbon? we use stadium. We use stadium mustard. Stadium so mustard. That, that's that right. is their direct competition. Yeah, but, no, uh, yeah. but either way, it's delicious. Uh, but we are we're big fans of stadium mustard here in Africa. Yeah, Indianapolis used to have it at the ballpark for a year or two, and then it just mysteriously disappeared. I, I don't think they realize how good that stuff was. It's <laughs> it's 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 amazing. You could buy it at a few stores here, but uh, yeah, I can't tell the difference between the two. But um, it's it, it still has that that punch and tangy taste, which which is amazing. Uh, to be honest it, with you, and you know, as a kid, you know, it, it was always it was an acquired taste, right? You know, you, you you're you're just gonna throw you're gonna throw um, just ketchup on it or whatever. But oh, no you pleasure. know, as you grow. As you grow up, it's like that's it, it's mustard, right? It's that signature thing. Yeah, you put on a hot dog, and another. You talk about things that are unique to Northeast Ohio. Yes, uh, you know the, the stadium mustard is definitely a uh, definitely a thing because outside of this area, I don't not many people have it. No, no, you're absolutely right. But I I can find that at a few places. It's becoming it's popping up, which is a nice thing to see. It's, uh, it's popping up. Uh, anything else new at Canal Park? Any new fan areas? New food experience? Yeah, you know, we're going to have, we're going to launch our extreme food items uh, menu here. We're still going through the uh, the tasting phase, so I can't divulge any information uh, yet. But uh, this is my favorite part is where we go through and we we taste some of these items. I'll, I'll give you, a, for instance, um, a couple of years ago, we launched the uh, Akron, uh, the Terry Akron Pineapple Bowl, which is half of a pineapple cut in half, scooped out, um, grilled chicken, mm. um, a uh, teriyaki sauce, uh, white rice, then, you know, kind of grilled mix, put back into the half pineapple that's been grilled and served. And so just some of these, some of these extreme food items, you, you know, that's more on the healthy side of what we serve. We also have the uh, three dog night, which is a hot dog stuffed inside a brat, stuffed inside a kielbasa, served on a hoagie roll, topped mm -hmm. with uh, ballpark mustard and sauerkraut. So you can go either way when you do these crazy food items, but it's that process where you go through, hey, let's try this food combination. Maybe this doesn't work as well. We're going to try this one. So we have a whole testing kitchen up in Cleveland we go to, and uh, we have uh, one of our food supplier as a chef. We kind of sit down, we, we try all these different food creations, and it's it's outstanding. It's definitely the uh, fringe benefits in minor league baseball working on those these crazy extreme food items. No, no. I if I if I worked for a, a baseball team, that's what I would want to do. Come up with these extreme food concepts because. <laughs> I won a contest with West Michigan a few years ago. I had a, a deep fried Philly cheesesteak sandwich that won and uh, oh, wow. got, got to go up there throughout the first pitch. I got to try it. I stood in front of the concession line. I was telling everybody, hey, I created this. 
it was it was pride it was my creation so uh, (laughs) i I had a good time with that and and you're right there's people that just want to try that new food item they can care less about the ball game maybe a little they just want to try the food get a couple drinks and have a night out with friends it's such part of the experience though i mean you know martin when you go to a ballpark you know you talk about it's baseball right there's no time there's there's no No. there's no clock in baseball so it's all about the experience and when people come you know and and we've done everything with our food offerings i mean we've done healthy fare items you know you may we have like a wedge salad and we got fruit cups and we have all kinds of great healthy items nobody wants that when they come to the ballpark (laughs) they want to have those crazy extreme items and the funny thing is that we sell though. It's not just like the novelty of having these items. Like we do sell a ton of these. Last year we did a uh, um, item called the dog check roll. It's basically American sushi. It's a foot long hot dog stuffed with pulled pork uh, wrapped in puff pastry dough uh, and then uh, chopped up like sushi served with um, chopsticks and top of the wasabi sauce. And uh, we sold the heck out of these things. And I mean, they were, and they're incredibly delicious as well, but it's not just the novelty of, oh, okay, what's the crazy food item the Yak and Robert Ducks are going to come up with again this year. People buy these things and they, yeah. you know, can't keep them on the shelves. It's, it's, it's amazing. Now, now do a lot of these items stay on the menu or do you discontinue them each year? Yeah, good question. We have, we have some legacy items. So yeah. the nice to meet you burger, the three dog night, the teriyaki and pineapple bowl, those are kind of our, our, they're always on the menu. And then we kind of rotate. So the dog check roll was great last year. Um, you know, we're going to replace it with a couple new items this year. Um, but we're always trying to keep it fresh, trying to, you know, and, and, if, and if fans love it, they can, they can, you know, let us know, they can vote and we'll, we'll, we'll bring it back. But, you know, there are some things that there's some things that work and then there's some things that logistically don't work. We, mm-hmm. we did a, um, oh my gosh, I'm trying to remember what it was called. Oh, it was the um, <laughs> notorious PIG. And I think I remember that totally pork, right? It's a pork cutlet that has been pounded out, topped with pulled pork, topped with bacon, um, and topped with coleslaw. And then you have that other pork cutlet on top. So it's basically a tire pork sandwich. Uh, Um, A great item. People loved it, but it didn't, you know, in the first month of the season, but it didn't hold up through through the whole season. So it's one of those things where people are like, okay, we ordered it early because it was new, but it wasn't something that sustained. And we said, okay, we're not going to you only have so much space in your concession yeah. stand, right? So we changed it out, came up with something new, but there's always fun items and you never know what's going to really work. What's not, you know, another great example is the OBJ dog for obvious reasons. We discontinued the OBJ dog here in the, <laughs> the uh, Northeast Ohio OBJ area. dog, but it was very popular. It was, uh, you know, it was a hot dog served with onions, bacons, and jalapeno. I mean, it's, it's, it's really simple. That's really all it was. It was dipped in hot sauce. It was Louisiana, Louisiana hot sauce. And, uh, and once Odell decided to uh, take his talents to, uh, to, to L.A., that, uh, that, that menu item was dropped very quickly from our uh, concession stand. Well, I have a lot. Uh, I grew up, grew up in New Jersey. I have a lot of New York Giant fans, so I know what you're coming from with him. <laughs> now, is, is, that how we li- yeah, is that how he likes his hot dogs? Or uh, No, you know, I think it was just kind of a fun creation yeah. of, of him, his personality. Yes. You know, again, the hot sauce, you, you never know what you're going to get whether he's, you know, uh, fighting with a, a net on the sidelines when he was with the Giants yeah. or whether he's wearing, you know, clown shoes and ridiculous gold watches when he was playing for the Browns. Um, uh, it's funny. We didn't see any of that in the Super Bowl yesterday, but, uh, you know, with OBJ, you never know who you're going to get. No, I tell you, I had a few, uh, I think if he didn't injure himself, he probably could have uh, 
had one heck of a game, which, uh, you know, like I said, a, a gr- talking to giant fans, you know, it's, it's almost like uh, you either love them or hate them, but then you eventually like, okay, we're done with you. Bye. So <laughs> it's, but he's got a Super Bowl ring and we'll, we'll yeah. see, we'll see how that, that uh, injury is. I'm not sure exactly if that's an ACL or, or uh, something else. Oh boy. Yeah. I, I hate you. to see guys getting hurt, but you know, we'll no. certainly send him some OBJ dogs and hope. Yeah. Yeah, some some OBJ dogs and uh, he's fine. He's got a nice Super Bowl ring. So if he doesn't never plays again, he's he's got the ring. I guess that's what you play for. <laughs> that's what you play for. So when's uh when's the home opener for uh the twenty two season? Opening day is going to be Tuesday, April the twelfth, and uh, we host the uh, Reading Fighting Phils here oh. at Canal Park. So we're 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 excited about uh, you know starting our twenty fifth season here at Canal Park in Akron, Ohio. 25 years. I remember being at Canal Park. It was probably sometime 2002. I was talking to an individual in the, in the gift shop and he just said that, you know, six years ago before the park, you know, before the park was built, it was like a ghost town in yeah. that part of town, in that part of Akron. Uh, you know, just, it's amazing how this ballpark was able to bring uh, people. So. Um, well, I, I can, I can second that as it, yeah. I, I grew up, I'm from Akron. This is, you know, I, it's a, it's a unique opportunity for me as someone that was born and raised in this area and having a chance to, to run my hometown team. But, you know, as a kid, we'd come down to downtown Akron and the joke was, is you could shoot a cannon down main street and you wouldn't worry about hitting anybody because mm-hmm. nobody there was there. nobody there. Um, you know, the, the, the tire companies and the rubber companies all moved out in the, in the late seventies and early eighties. And so, uh, you know, there really was a lot of plight in downtown Akron. And, uh, you know, credit goes to our our uh, previous mayor, Don Pasquale, who had the idea and the vision to build a ballpark in downtown Akron right on Main Street. When back then, a lot of the ballparks were out in the suburbs. They were out in the, uh, the fairgrounds. And uh, he said, you know what? No, we're going to put it in downtown Akron. We're going to we're going to use that as kind of the catalyst to really bring mm-hmm. life back downtown. And it, it really has over the last 25 years downtown Akron has been totally changed, transformed into a great vibrant place where, you know, families can come downtown. Um, you know, they, they, a lot of restaurants, a lot of businesses yeah. have really opened up in the few blocks around the ballpark and, and really kind of uh, helped with the quality of life in Akron. So it's, it's fun to play a very small role in, uh, in making our community a little bit better. No, th- those are just great stories because uh, sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. So you really have to put a lot of effort into promoting the club and, you know, 25, 25 years, you guys are still drawing in great crowds. That tells you a lot about what you guys are doing right. Uh, you know, in the area. So here's to another 25 years in Akron. Thank you very much. Appreciate so, it. All right, Jim, I appreciate you coming on and um, where can we find you guys online? Yeah, we're at AkronRubberDucks.com, or you can follow us on any of our social media uh, pages, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, you know, we're, uh, at Akron rubber duck. So feel free to, uh, to follow us anyway. I know we're getting set to release the promo calendar. That's always a big thing. And, um, that should be coming here in the next week or so. All right. And then right now on, uh, on your website, you say merchandise, it's about a three to four week period to wait. Yeah. So in, in addition, so I'll explain that too. In addition to the yep. new seats that are coming to the ballpark, 25-year-old building needs a new HVAC system. So the entire HVAC is being replaced in the building. We started, we tried to get it finished, um, you know, over the holiday break. Unfortunately, it's taken a little bit longer in the merchandise store. But once that's complete, the store will be reopened 
and we'll be able to get moving and, and, okay. and selling stuff. So, okay. So that it has, is, that, that's the reason for the, Oh, that's, that's the reason it has nothing to do with shipments or Canadians. <laughs> no, blocking the nope. ambassador bridge. <laughs> there are okay. no trucks blocking no uh, trucks. Canal park or, or yeah, getting those out. It's, it's just more internal, yeah. internal uh, strife of getting the ballpark. Okay. Up well, you know, least, least people know you're not, cause I'm still waiting for a hat from a, a, a soccer team in New York. And that's been, I don't think it's ever coming. So, at least we know all right well jim thank you for coming on i had a great conversation and now i want some jojo so we'll see how that how i can get that fixed in here in indianapolis come to the ballpark anytime it's not it's not it's a short drive from indianapolis no no it's not a bad drive at all and and i'm due for a trip back up to cleveland again so uh who knows may find myself up there this summer love to have you just let me know and we'd love to have you at the ballpark all right thank you jim and best of luck to you and Take care. All right. Thanks, Mark. You know, every time I have a, a guest out here, they're like, yeah, I'd love to have you at the ballpark. And uh, But Akron's not too far of a drive. I think that's probably a good four-hour drive. Well, I guess I can check it up here on my uh, app. Let's see how long that takes. I haven't been to Akron in years. It's been a long time. So let's see. Akron, Ohio. Trust me, I'm looking it up. It's a four and a half hour drive. Can hit up the Guardians and the Lake Erie Crushers when I'm out there. Uh, who else is out there? Lake Valley. Oh, God, Lake Valley. Lake County Captains. Wow. Yeah, I can do some good, good stuff up there. And I think there's like a jerky place somewhere between Columbus and Akron that has like this amazing jerky. It's like that, that stuff you buy in the bag at the store. So Akron JoJo's. You've heard it here first, inspired by a trip to Trenton, New Jersey and New Jersey or Trenton Pork Roll Night uh, for the Thunder. I love how Trenton makes and the world takes. So true. So true. Anyway, Jim, thank you for coming on. That was a great conversation. I could have talked to him for a long time. Once you start talking about food at the ballpark and coleslaw and pulled pork and bacon and hot peppers you got me going we can talk here all day and night so anyway thank you guys for listening another great interview here on the ballpark hunter podcast this is mark Viquez, regional correspondent for stadium journey you can check out the akron uh, rubber ducks review on there canal park uh, you can also check out my stories you can also go over to youtube this this new website called youtube and click on one of my video reviews and food reviews and subscribe, like, comment. Uh, I'm over 700 subscribers as we speak. And also listen to some other podcasts. Uh, like I said, Paul Caputo has uh, Baseball by Design. He talks to guys like Jason Brandios, who designed the JoJo's logo. I think they're buddies. I'm a little bit envious. Uh, you can also listen to the Dad Hack Chronicles. That's Ed Rivera. Uh, he has conversations, too, with people from the world of baseball, and he likes to collect his dad hats. He's got about 200 of them. He's also from Akron and, and probably could use some JoJo's as well, uh, but he's down in uh, North Carolina now. So best of luck, Ed. And I am Mark Fiquez, the ballpark hunter. We'll see you next time, guys. Take care and stay safe. Stay safe.